Oh, it's no, like, no, fucking take your phone away, because I swear to God, if there's one more fucking episode that someone's fucking phone vibrates, and I'm on the middle of... That's two, this phone! Yeah, that's his phone! I'm on the middle of fucking 294, I'm like, why is a semi-fucking honk? <laughs> I hear... That's a fuck! That, that, that's that is, this that is Three times you've done this to me. I'm like, and it took till the third time for you to figure it out that it's not a semi. Yeah. It's your phone vibrating. 21 text messages I got during episode 31. Yikes. What the hell? Everybody knew we were recording. Welcome to Um That Just Happened, the podcast that makes your commute suck. Just a little bit less. Unless what? it's episode 31, then my commute sucked <laughs> for a week. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Still made your commute suck when you were able to download it. We'll get to corrections in a minute. Yeah, coming up on the show, David's Fuck You to Potomatic.com support team. <laughs> but before we get to coming up on the show, pre-recorded at the FTC, edited at Lazarus Space Studios, recording for, pos- for posterity. Why do I always have trouble with that stupid word? <laughs> on December 15th. Wait, for or posterity? For posterity. <laughs> Yet he can get through the uh, dedication to a limb insurance thing right. like well, that. Well, because posterity. Dedication right there. He knows who's paying his wallet. Posterity isn't paying me. We're just kind of paying my wallet. Putting money in his wallet? <laughs> Don't make me kick you. We should just start over. <laughs> I'm done. Well, anyways, do the Wayne's World sound effect. Let's start over. Activate the Omega 13. Is it Omega 13 or is that fish oil? You guys are losers. That'll be corrections for the next show. Whatever the hell Galaxy Quest it was. Anyways, recording on December 15th, 2014. This is going to be our last Christmas-themed podcast, episode number Dirty Three. Dirty Tree. Oh, Dirty Tree. Oh, Dirty Tree. David, not a fan of Christmas. Um, I'm a big fan of Christmas. He's oh. not a fan of Hector Hammond. Oh. oh, okay. Well, coming up on the show. <laughs> edited at Lazarus Bay Studios by yours truly, I'm Rodney Sinio. I'm Adam Flores. And, of course, if you hadn't heard by now, uh, <laughs> our corrections officer, if you will, the podcast Merc, Mr. David Merco, back in the FTC. How's it going, everyone? Coming up on the show, Adam wants to dedicate the open forum to the bet that he had between he and David with the Sons of Anarchy and the Breaking Bad. We're going to get some progress to see how that's going. So that's not going to be on Um, I Just Saw That. But coming up on the show, we're going to be talking about Harley Quinn on our comic book cliff notes. Pissing on Graves is going to be Sir Alec Innes. Star Wars nerds, please keep listening. We'll justify that pissing on Graves. And believe me, it's justifiable. Top topic is going to be famous or famous. Jesus, now it's contagious. Favorite Christmas songs. And Feliz Navidad is not on my list. But also coming up on the show, later we'll have some fucking pie and we'll do some caroling. But first, check behind you, check in front of you, look around, look at the cars from side to side. Here comes podcast news. All right, podcast news internationally. We have a couple new listeners in the Philippines. We actually have listeners in Jerusalem. So apparently we didn't offend anybody with the Hebrew sack comments from episode 31. Shalom. What's what's thank you in Hebrew? I don't know, but they've got big points for me because of Ziva David from NCIS. Cote Pablo is fucking gorgeous. Look her up. I think we need a verification picture, please. All right. 
More listeners in Sweden, in Skovdi, Sweden. Picked up some listeners in Izmir, Turkey. Wasn't even sure there was a really place. And two new communities down under joining us internationally. Sydney, Australia, and Fairfield, Australia. Hi, Mike. Welcome to the show. And of course, Ghana. We're the number one podcast in Ghana. Thanks for listening. Thanks for all the contributions. And locally, we have a bunch of new listeners. Interesting audience this week, just because we had so many issues with Podomatic, which David will get to in his fuck yous with the support team. But we got a new look at a lot of our listeners on SoundCloud, so many of you who switched over. Thank you very much for your dedication and support and moving over to a different venue just because Podomatic support team. Fuck yeah, you. Thanks, guys. Couldn't get their shit together. Uh, Auburn, Virginia. Darren, Illinois. Plainfield, Illinois. Forest Park, Illinois. Forest Park, Georgia. Huh. I didn't even know there was a Forest Park in Georgia. I wonder how that compares to Forest Park, Illinois. Probably better. Yeah. Oh, she's all right. Nice. She's got a, a little mouth. But I'm... I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even touching that one. The statement, not her mouth. Mouth. Something wrong with their underwear. <laughs> Downers Grove, Illinois. More listeners. Rolling Meadows, Illinois. San Francisco. And special thanks to Kaylee Allen. I'm sure you're one of the You're Gonna Get a Disease listeners who gave us a shot. Listen to episode 31. Hope you enjoyed the show. Thanks for joining the I'm Just Happen community. That's all I got for podcast news. You know what? I think Natalie Portman's from Jerusalem. I think Isla Fisher might be from... Like- all right, I'll look up Natalie Portman. You look up Isla Fisher. Uh, let's see. All right. Moving on from podcast news to our... Yeah, Jerusalem, Israel. Natalie Portman. Hmm. I'm sorry. Isla Fisher is Australian. Close. They're right there. <laughs> I'm sorry, but she was right. What a fucking jag off. <laughs> fucking clam bacon in my basement right now with a flatulence. Alright, moving, moving on to our shout outs. Cue the goat. This week, I want to shout out to my cousin Jason, who should be appearing on the next episode. So hopefully you hear this and it's even more incentive to come join us on a more regular basis. Shout out to my cousin Mark, who hit me up saying that our Christmas card for this year was adorable. I appreciate that. Shout out to Maria for buying me an Incredible Hulk keychain from Lego. Incredible Hulk, if you don't already know, is my favorite superhero, so that's fucking awesome. Was it bigger than the normal Lego? <laughs> no. No, it's the same size. Yeah. But he looks meaner. It should okay. be made out of Duplos. That'd be oh, awesome. yeah, that'd have been cool. Except if it was a keychain, it weighed down my whole fucking set. So you wouldn't know how a woman feels with all that shit they keep hanging off their keys. Yeah, I suppose. I'm, I might have to take off one or two of the other Legos I already have on there. Start mixing and matching the bodies. <laughs> Alright, what do you got? Shoutouts. Let's see what's going on. This is about the episode before Christmas, after Christmas, whatever. This is the week of Christmas. Yes. Ah, well then I'll say... Holiday uh, episode. Merry Christmas to, let's see, start at the top. Adam, Zeke, Robert, Raymond, Russell, Tony, Ryan, Strong, all my work family, good people. What about me? He said you first. No, he means another Adam. I know this asshole. <laughs> And, of course, you and Rodney. Thank you very Thank much. You. See, I still haven't have say his name yet. Either. You said you and Rodney. Yes. It's good enough. Thank you, though. Merry Christmas to both of you guys. Merry Christmas to you guys. Merry Christmas. All right, birthday shout-outs. Jesus. Birthday's come up. <laughs> When this podcast airs, nice. Is that an apple runt inside an apple? No, oh, it's orange. Strawberry. So if it's an apple runt, strawberry orange. You know, that that looks like a fabulous idea. Yeah, actually, it does. You know, you guys can do that with Skittles and vodka, right? Oh yeah. Oh no, I don't do vodka. Oh, that reminds me. That's my fuck you for this week. All right, want to talk Skittles about Skittles or vodka? Uh, vodka. Okay. Specifically, one brand. Shout out to Anna, whose birthday is going to be coming up when the podcast airs. Shout out to my friend Elise. Two of my friends, Christina, whose birthdays have been coming up, and then of course Jesus again. <laughs> Because he's the, he's the beginning and the end. He's the reason... Hey, there's he, two podcasts you've been talking a lot about Jesus, Rodney. We have rules. Well, I didn't say what religion he was. And plus, Jesus was from Jerusalem. And it's pronounced he? Jesus. <laughs> Alright, any more shout-outs? Jesus. Moving on from shout-outs to the Um, I Just Saw segment. Alright, Maria already spoiled it upstairs, so I might as well let these guys know. I've been watching Arrow. About damn time. It's about damn time. And there's some... I, 
I just gotta say it. It's, be careful. This could be the last word you formulate. It's with those fucking. Not broken it's fucking awesome so far. Oh, good. And wow, you're only in episode five. Yeah, I think episode Shit, five was so much because, because I actually turned it on on a whim. I'm like, you know what? Let me just watch the first episode. And I finished it, and we watched three last night, which I almost didn't play Call of Duty with you last night because of that Lantern Eight Four. And are you still on the uh, Sky side? Yeah, better David? than Felicity Smoke. Yeah, Felicity no, because Felicity had the episode where she was goth. Yeah. Oh, well, I haven't seen it. I'm not gonna give you details. Uh. But she can pull off blonde and goth. Yeah. Have, yeah. Have you yeah, but I mean, Chloe Ben is not hot. How do you pull off goth if you're like 300 pounds under goth? Not all goths are, are fat, fat chicks. Anyway, can I get back to Arrow? Yeah, go. It's go. an awesome show. Very well made. Deathstroke showed up and he looked fucking amazing. Oh, his first appearance looked like shit. No, I've, when he was fighting in the hut. You haven't seen his second oh, appearance. Oh, stop. Yeah, just. Yeah. I, I still think he looks cool. I, I like the homage in the beginning when, um, in the very first episode where they showed Deathstroke's mask and the arrow was going through one eye because quick climbing cliff notes, Slade Wilson only. He has one eye. So that was cool. There was actually, actually in That's one... That's actually going to be for the next Comic-Con I go to. In Identity Crisis... One-Eyed Monster, huh? Yep. In Identity Crisis, Arrow shoots or stabs him in that fucked up eye with an arrow. Like, he's grabbing on behind him, just stabs him so in the eye. So he just stabs the eye socket? Yeah. But it's he, almost like we're done he did it on purpose this. to just drive him fucking crazy. That would just piss me off. I'd be like, really, Dick? That, really? That was the whole thing. Because he whooped, he whooped basically everybody's ass. Is that really who took... Uh, I don't know about that. I don't uh, think so. I'm sure that continuity's been redone, like everything else. So I'm sure it's current, like right now, but originally, probably not. He was probably... Because I think he's always been a military veteran. Yeah. So I'm betting he lost his eye probably in, his, in, in the original form. Nam. Just like Tony Stark got injured in Vietnam. I'm going to guess it was some either Middle Eastern conflict because Britain's had some bouts over there or Vietnam. I also want to talk briefly on how Ryu is in the fucking show from Street Fighter the movie. He's the guy that teaches him all the shit oh, on the island. The guy who rescues his ass. Yeah, the, the Asian guy. He's Ryu? Yeah. I'm like, that guy looks familiar. And, and after, like, once they you. showed the picture of him without the face hair, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> you know who has that effect on me? Being that I never watched Lost, the Korean guy from Lost. Oh, yeah. He has, like, been in so many little bit parts. And every time I see him, I'm like... I know him. <laughs> See, at least Lost, I respected him in that. This guy in Street Fighter? No. I never saw him. No. Well, you never saw the, the one with Jean-Claude Van Damme, yeah. I don't, see, I don't even say Jean-Claude Van Damme. I can get <laughs> JCVD. Raul Julia's final role mm-hmm. before he died. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Actually, I don't think that's his yes, actual was. final role. Yes, it was. Because he had another movie where he no, played like an activist. No, he didn't. I oh, know, we're going to have to check that out. Um, you know, you know you're talking to about that, right? He's just going to correct us on the next podcast. Fine, fuck him. Wait. So I just saw that, okay, and, and uh, I saw the mid-season finale of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I don't know if you guys watch it. or I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it. Fuck! No, no, I'm, I think I'm like three episodes away from but that. It's I mean, the, you it's, can say whatever you want about it. No, 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 no don't say it. Here's the thing. No. It's the reason why I'll pick Chloe Bennett over Felicity Smoke is that last oh, episode. I, oh, I did see... Herbie. Yeah, that, that, that... I Wait, I bet Herbie Roddy. and Daisy? Roddy. Uh, look up, look up real quick. So, well, yeah, they kind of alluded to that. I know, but still, just the fact that the whole terror, uh, all that uh, shit, uh, uh, wins. it wins automatically. Adam, go change your pants. Not only that, but she's hot. Like, she's hotter. She's part Asian, dark hair, over with. Even though Liz, yes, that's not her natural hair color, doesn't matter. That's not her natural hair color? Apparently I'm betting hardwood floors. And uh, I think that's it for me right now. If I remember anything else, I'll let you know. Which Chloe Bennett, being from Chicago, on the south side of Chicago, can't be too far from the FTC. You really gotta yeah. stop by sometime. Yeah, yeah, she's from Chicago. But I mean, if you really want to win this whole more. Felicity versus uh, Sky thing, yeah, I'm gonna need a personal visit. I love the fact that we act like, <laughs> like, like <laughs> they, they care. care. Yeah, I think they care. By the way, I was right about Raul 
followed Julia. He made a movie a year after, or that came out a year after Street Fighter. No, it didn't. They both came out in 95, dude. Street Fighter came out in 94. You're looking at the video game. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I credit the video game? Because you still did voice work for it. Oh, really? I think there was I motion was capture, too. old days where they couldn't, you know, no actor really wanted to be attached to a video game. That was the motion capture one. Have you ever seen that game? Yeah, it's a pretty shitty game. Uh, yeah, it's I don't sell screenshots. I never played it. Oh, bad. All right, yeah, so what have you seen? I just corrected me? the corrector. I saw the mid-season finale for Arrow. Ah, don't tell me. <laughs> it's going to be a whole no, don't segment tell me. Not, not talking. Dude, and I, I saw an Arrow villain who was like a Batman villain, I believe, from the animated series. And I, damn it, Adam had to start watching because I really wanted to talk about that. We'll, we'll sidebar about that later. Mm. Episode was really good. Pretty much I can probably figure out what's going to happen next. Just guessing. Uh, let's see, I also saw the final episode for Sons of Anarchy. <sighs> which, let me tell you, Kurt Sutter, you son of a bitch. He picked the perfect song for the final show to go out on. Was it closing time? No, it was not. It was the time of your life? No, it was not. Or Good Riddance by Green Day? No, it wasn't. Fuck. Shout out to episode 32. Was it Alleluia? Alleluia. It sure wasn't. Have you seen anything else? Um... I saw that back in the was in theaters, dude. I know, but it just came back out on, on uh, the Blu-ray. No, but my wife's like, don't you fucking buy that. So I'm pretty sure I'm getting it for Christmas. I got it for free, so cha-ching. Yeah, I also got I it for free. You too. Yeah. Cha-ching, cha-ching. Who got you the uh, Guardian soundtrack for free? Cha-chow. That's right. <laughs> I listened to that actually all day yesterday. I just made Sandra watch Guardians of the Galaxy. She really enjoyed it. I don't know anybody that could dislike that movie. There was something you had... T- oh, yeah. I watched Akira for the first time. Because you lent me the Blu-ray. And? It was enjoyable. I definitely see why it's so popular. It'll probably never break higher than top five for my own personal animes. Is Ninja Scroll on there? No. Oh! Have you seen Ninja Scroll? No. Oh, fuck! Don't get it out, because I didn't bring Akira with, so I can't have to... It's alright. I know where to find you, so... Quick top topics? Top five anime? Oh, top five anime? Shit. See, my only a lot of mainstream, uh, but also... Cowboy Bebop? No. Never liked that one. Thank God. I didn't care for it Um, Blue Submarine 6 for... Uh, it's just a movie. Uh-huh. Uh, the Giver series. Nice. I always thought Giver's one of the most... Under- I can't believe Hollywood that rapes our childhood hasn't touched that yet. Is that well, they the... Made, they made a live-action movie. Is that the they non-Irish guy who invents yeah. things and fixes things with duct tape? Uh, they made two live-action Guyver movies. Yeah, but those are like in the early to mid-90s, and they were I would have said late 80s. I'll look it up. Look, because if those effects were 90s, yeah. night, man, movie studios were world apart. It wasn't a well, well-known series in mainstream at that time. But anyway, Endless Waltz, Gundam Wing Endless Waltz, nice. The Vision of Escaflone. Nice. Uh, Initial D. 1991. Okay. Have I hit well, five yet or what? Yeah, I think you hit five, okay. but uh, Gundam versus Robotech. I'm a Gundam fan. I like the styling on them a little bit more. Uh, just made it in the 90s. Damn. I like the individuality. Of the, uh, see, here's the thing, though. Like, I don't like the original Gundam series, like with Gun Tank. Uh-huh. I like it when they started separating the different Gundam suit styles and everything. I couldn't give two shits about Izaku, Char. You know, I've, I've watched them. I'm really only f- really a fan with from Wing on. And I'm really not one of those, well, there's like two continuities. One's AE and the other one's I don't know what the fuck it is. There's a mobile suit Gundam that I watched back in day and I, to this day I can't remember which I mean, one it was. I even like Mobile Fighter G Gundam. I don't know if either one of you guys watched that but it's full of the most stereotype, I, stereotypical I, things we've ever seen. Yeah, but you're also uh, Megazord versus Voltron, right? There's no verse there. It's strictly Megazord. <laughs> <laughs> See? I told you. I told Damn you. Damn it! I forgot the fucking dagger again. <laughs> Just pulls it out of his pants. Never mind, I got it. Yeah, but he's uh, your Dragonzord versus Megazord. 
That's not. There's again no verses. I don't know what that Dragon means. Dragonzord whooped Megazord's ass. Dragonzord versus White Tigerzord. Dragonzord still. Yeah. Because even when they create the clone Green Ranger, Dragon Dragonzord Tiger versus Mechagodzilla, which was the interesting thing because they had said the Dragonzord wasn't powerful enough to compete with the Thunderzords. Dragonzord versus Mechagodzilla. Dragonzord. Even oh. though even his fucking roar is basically a dead ripoff. How the fuck was Mechagodzilla roaring anyway? I want to know. We just always glanced over that fact. Just an audio clip. <laughs> it's like Metal Gear. It's like Rex in Metal Gear Solid. You know every I, Metal Gear since. I don't know why I completely forgot that Dragonzord couldn't combine with just the Mastodon, the uh, Sabretooth Tigerzord, and the uh, yes, Triceratops. Yeah, I just completely forgot. Oh, really? But you're basically nixing out the uh, Tyrannosaurus, yeah. And the Pterodactyl. Yeah, which is kind of ironic. Yeah. Kick that bitch to the curb. Mm. Although, I guess, did you guys see that online? The Pink Ranger did like a singing thing up in Toronto in her Pink Ranger costume. Yeah. I mean, this is like probably two months ago and I didn't reshare it. It just seemed like I saw it every day for a week, so. That's probably the only thing you haven't reshared ever. We appreciate it. Rodney, what have you seen? Uh, so, damn it, we can't talk about Arrow. I saw an interesting thing on. I don't can know we if just add him into the laundry and we can talk about Arrow? <laughs> Like, you know you guys did a Jameson break? We're going to do a We're Caught Up on Arrow break? I don't want to catch up soon enough. And oh. I'm far enough into season two where I'm not far behind. I'm trying to do, like, one episode a day. Welcome to how it was for me when I was recuperating from my fucking surgery. And I'm, like, dying because Arrow season two was supposed to come out, like, the first of, like, October. And then they pushed it to, like, when season three made TV and I was kicking shit. Netflix, you have failed this I think I threw a, Yeah, I think I threw a fuck you out to them for that one. Yeah. <laughs> Although, I'm kind of getting sick of the voice changer with Stephen Amell, though. Actually, no, it doesn't really bother me yeah. too much. What I was always laughing about, you know, it was the line in Green Lantern. You know what? You didn't think I'd know it's you because I couldn't see your cheekbones? You know, yeah. he didn't, he only had eyeshadow on. I'm like, and no, every place he goes, he managed to be perfectly in shadow. Yeah. yeah. You're the hood. Well, I really hate the, uh, the explanation behind it, but oh, well, whatever. Great show. Yeah. Good show. And uh, shout out to Kate Cassidy as well. Who do you like more, Laurel or Sarah? Uh, Sarah doesn't do it for me. If you had to be trapped she, in an elevator. She's very smart. If you had to be trapped in an elevator. The sister, Theo. No. She runs the gamut, though. Some episodes she's cool, other episodes she's like, so why emo you just want to fucking be like, please tell me she gets off soon. Yeah. Like, it, her writing is so inconsistent. I'll take Sarah over uh, Thea. Yeah. Laurel's a little bit on the same... Like, I think whoever writes for Thea writes for Laurel. At least Sarah, to me, was consistent. But I, I really appreciate Kate Cassidy because out of the actors on the show, she probably has the most chops. I mean, writing takes most of the credit for the impact of the show, but Kate Cassidy is probably the best actor. Probably. You know who I think doesn't get enough credit? The guy who plays John Diggle. Oh, yeah. And I heard he has a Lego version in Batman 2. Batman 3. He should. And if nothing else, you're gonna... Reckon, I know DC's already fucking retarded and they're not gonna uh, make the movie universe meld with the TV one, but man, give that man a role. I can see him being a John Stewart. Yeah, he's not in actually the comic book, is he? Dude. No, probably. Uh, give it a couple. He was the only creator for the show. Uh, if it continues to be successful, they, you might give it a year. You, I mean, they seem to do that more often now, like uh, what Phil Coulson and uh, yeah, I mean Samuel Jackson. If they're smart, yes. but then again, this is DC we're talking about. True. True. Truth. And uh, I think it was on BuzzFeed, or I forget where it was, texting girlfriend caught cheating at Bears-Lions game. Oh, yeah. Which just was fucking awesome. So the Bears played the Lions in Detroit, I don't know how many weeks ago. This dude was sitting behind this couple. Obviously, the guy wanted to be there. The girl was just not interested in the game. She was texting some other guy throughout the whole game. And following the bros before hoes rule, the guy who was sitting behind this chick as she was texting this other dude left her boyfriend a note, hey, when you get home, ask her about, I think it was like Jason or something, yeah. because she was texting him wishing she was with him the whole game. 
So kudos to that guy. Uh, fuck you to that girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, also, I saw a Foamy the Squirrel paranormal romance that, that uh, David just posted. I don't know what it is about Foamy the Squirrel. I love his post about Foamy the Squirrel. And now I've associated Foamy the Squirrel with David Merkel. I think, like, somehow he's just... You can hear his voice now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see the fo- <laughs> see the squirrel. But, like, every opinion that Foamy has is, like, literally coming out of David's brain. <laughs> So I, I think he secretly is animating these videos and posting them online and passing them off as somebody else. I got one. I forgot to mention. I've been watching this YouTube thing. I mentioned it one other time where teens play Nintendo games. Well, there's there's one where like the Mega Man one. Aren't you? Yeah, the Mega Man one. It was pretty fucking funny. Like you got these cocky ass teens. And they're just Didn't like, they make them play the original Game Boy, the brick ass Game Boy? Yeah, they made them play the original Mega Man. They're like, this doesn't even look like Mega Man. He's a wuss. Oh, look at him. He keeps getting hurt. He keeps getting hurt. And as they keep playing the game, they're just like, this is kind of fun. <laughs> It's good. Did you guys see about the guy whose kid, he, or he's raising his son, but he has every video game system, like, I think most of the major ones, I don't know if he has shit like Atari Jaguar or 3DO, but he's making the kid play, like, each system for six months, so he... That's what, I, that's what I wanted to do. So the kid learns the library? Yeah. Like, the kid just got, like, I think he just beat, I think, Super Mario Land... Super Mario 3 the first time I guess the kid was ecstatic interesting Rodney fact Rodney's never beat Super Mario Brothers 1 ah neither have I but yeah check out that that YouTube channel it's actually pretty pretty interesting I also saw the one where they're playing Mike Tyson's punch out and like 90% of them got knocked out by a glass joke I'm like you suck I was saving uh, did you see when Jimmy Fallon made Mike Tyson play Mike Tyson's punch out against Mike Tyson that was fucking hilarious. And he got killed by Mike Tyson. Other, I mean, I just saw that. Follow my Facebook page. Look for the Life Science Wife Hack. Hilarious video where they break down the matrix of uh, what a guy's looking for in a wife. And they also break down what a woman's looking for in a husband. Um, so hilarious, hilarious video. If you have a sense of humor. Don't be offended if... Uh, <laughs> well, if they're here, I hope they have a sense of humor. Yeah, I think so. But um, yeah, that's all I got. All right, moving on from um, I just saw to our corrections department. Okay, you guys, in the previous episode, I don't know if it was two or three ago... When you guys were talking about Arrow and the League of Shadow and the League of Assassins, you uh, mentioned uh, Deathstroke played Wilson in this, being a member of the League of Assassins, and he, in fact, wasn't. So that was all I had. All right, what I got is uh, Russell Brandt was Aldous Snow. Aldous Snow is a character I enjoy in the Saving Sarah Marshall and the Get Him to the Greek series, but Russell Brandt is a comedian that I don't enjoy. Uh, I think he's kind of lame. Where was the cor- correction to this? What did I? Was this from 32? Yeah, I don't think we mentioned what his name was. Oh, okay. I think we were talking about him, and I, someone, I think we were drawing a blank. Uh, Tamura, was it Tamura Morrison? Is from New Zealand and not Australia. He's uh, played Django Fett in the Star Wars series. Ah, fuck. Yeah, from New at Zealand. Least, at least I knew that region. Was, in fact, a Pacific Islander or uh, Polynesia. I don't know if that counts as Polynesia. I think we mentioned it was Polynesia. Whatever. Um, don't fault us for our mistakes. Because we all make mistakes and we all have regrets in life, but whatever your regrets are, paying too much for insurance should not be one of them. So for seriously good coverage at a seriously low price, call Alim Insurance and get a free quote today. Call 312-945-6254 or visit their website at aliminsurance.com. That's A-L-I-M for a limb, because they're not going to charge you an arm and a leg. Alim Insurance, in case shit happens. Don't forget to mention Adam and Rodney sent you for a special discount and so we get some props. And that's for a t-shirt wire there. Yeah. All right, moving on from our corrections department to our fuck you department. Okay, I've got several stored up. First one, obviously, Roddy mentioned, fuck you to Potomatic support staff. It was just going to be a fuck you to episode 31, and then it was just going to be an episode, fuck you to Potomatic in general, but if Roddy wants me to name the support staff, I'll happily aim it in their direction. Yeah, because episode 31 is pretty good, and Potomatic is the home of, the original home of I'm That Just Happened, and our sponsor for our iTunes All I know sport. is my week sucked an excess of four days longer than it should have, all because 
because I couldn't fucking go on it. Because I sure the fuck wasn't going to go to SoundCloud or whatever the hell that is. Because I would have had to create a profile. Adam knows me. I fucking hate email. Don't make me have all these profiles. I don't even want that shit. So I was like doing it. And I'm like, nope. As soon as I installed it and saw that I need to create a profile, fuck that. Went right out the door. So I just went back to pouting and putting it up on the Facebook page. <laughs> She just gave me your email address. I could have transferred it to your computer. Well, now I know that. <laughs> uh, let's see. Second fuck you. This one, okay. I think Adam knows me real well. Rodney, I'm pretty sure you've known me well enough now in the fact that I'm probably one of the least politically correct people you'll ever meet. Oh, boy. But fuck you to the Star Wars fan base right now for the outrage that I actually managed to see online because the Stormtrooper... No, the Stormtrooper was black. Oh, okay. uh, then you haven't heard our last episode enough. Because we talked a little bit. No, about I'm only too. like 10 minutes in. Oh, okay. But I was just like, they're like, how the fuck could he be black? Jango Fett wasn't black. I'm like, dude, you couldn't possibly tell me that you thought every stormtrooper that talked in the second trilogy or the original trilogy sounded like a black guy. Yes, that might be me stereotyping, but come on, really? That's what you're getting upset about? I don't think that guy's really a stormtrooper. I think he pulled the, uh, I'm going to wear a stormtrooper costume. Maybe he did, but still... Oh, so you're saying he had to stole he stole it? Like Luke said. Yeah, like Luke and uh Han did. Black guy had to steal the stormtrooper armor. What a dick. Right, and you're worried about you being. And I'm suddenly I feel decent about myself. Alright, on to my third fuck you. I'm trying to keep him quick and concise because I don't want to monopolize your time. Well no, because those those fucking what was the name of those skinny aliens? They would have really fucked up that cloning job because that guy looks nothing like Django. Yeah. Says so every husband that came home and found their kid looking like the mailman. They weren't going for Django, they were going for Django unchained. Yikes. Racist humor. Third, wow. I think third and possibly final fuck you for the day. I'm going to send a fuck you out to DC Comics. Yeah. In general. Join the, join the club. Because <laughs> DC Comics... Wait, not Sony? No, they're going to get one too. Now you just keep <laughs> keep stoking the fire. I just learned today that DC Comics, thank you, Roddy, is killing off Green Lantern Corps, Red Lanterns, and several others. Wait, wait. The comics. The so, comics. So they're keeping the... Oh, New Guardians. Green Lantern, New Guardians. But they're keeping the other colored lanterns and just killing green and red? They're not killing They're them. killing they're the just, comics. They're just stopping they're, the They're a monthly run. comic. Oh, fuck them. Yeah. And I'm pissed off because, yeah, your sales have probably sucked. Because the fans are still waiting for the War of Light they never fucking got. The fact that we don't still don't really know shit about the Blue Lanterns, except they all got massacred. Or the White Lanterns. Except Kyle's running around as a White Lantern, and it's not even the same White Lantern that was when we had the War of Light. So that really just fucking pissed me off. That's just like DC to a nutshell. You're not going to listen to what your fucking fans want. You're just going to think, oh, yeah, we can do this, and then you just go about your way. Which also shout out to Sony and Fox for doing the exact same bullshit. Not listen to what your fan base wants. Sony's stupid Just keep right phoning now. it in. Sony, Fuck you, Fox Sony and Fantastic the... Four. And I'm really trying to restrain myself because I want to kick the table over right now. Sony really has... Which, by the way, you need to take your pledge. The way... Yeah. Oh, I'm still trying to figure out a unique way to do it. Sony really has a way to just... You're like, you know what? How can Fine, the company that brought in. me PlayStation fuck me so hard in the yeah, other that, entertainment media? And that's the thing that's... Wait, that's another fuck you to Sony. Why aren't PlayStation 4s reverse compatible? Because they get more money this way. For yeah. the same reason they took the reverse compatibility out of the PS3. And why can't I take a Vita memory card and put it in a Sony yeah, camera? Yeah, tell me about that. How about this? Why the fuck is Final Fantasy 7 the, oh, which fuck you Square Enix for that shit you pulled at the PlayStation experience where you put Final Fantasy 7 back on the screen and put remake and everyone thinks it's gonna be HD. No, you're just porting the fucking PC port or a PS4 which is gonna be 16 bucks to download. I know sure as shit I downloaded that for 5 bucks on Vita. I don't know, I'm not gonna get it. No, fuck them, I'm not Vita getting it. Vita or Final Fantasy 7? Yep. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just waiting for Kingdom Hearts 3. And why can't they make more Vita games? I and feel it, like there's like on. two Vita games. Why aren't they fucking porting like PS2 games like they did with Final Fantasy X to the Vita? If I can get a bunch of my fucking favorite PS2 games, if I get Code Veronica on Vita, I'd be fucking happy as shit. Man, I thought I had for a second. I have Ver Code Veronica. 
So why don't you just play it on your PS2? It's not the point. <laughs> it's the principle, motherfucker. Uh, shout out to Square Enix because they're actually considering throwing in Marvel and Star Wars characters in Kingdom Hearts. Oh, they're considering it. Hey, that's more that's more than they're what con- Sony's saying about the whole Spider-Man thing. So give me a break. They're considering. <laughs> I'm sorry. Square Enix is like, yeah, let's consider making an extra billion. Hey man, worth it. Rodney, any fuck yous? Since David's blacking out right now, is he out of fuck yous? Never out of fuck yous. Oh, okay. Trying to rein myself in a little bit. All right. Well, we're only five minutes, six minutes into the next segment. We got plenty of time. You want to throw in another one? Go ahead, start going because I'm sure I'll fucking. And another. I'll be like the old man. And another thing. I had a fuck you written down, and I barely remembered why I wrote it down. Fuck you to Starbucks because a large is a large, not a venti. But it's because it's twenty ounces. Well, yeah. I don't ask for a sixteen ounce of beer. I ask for a pint. We're fucking America. I know, but that's what that's what is ex- what's explained in uh. So what the fuck is Role a, models. What the fuck is a grande? Because which is like Paul, a medium. Paul Rudd gives that whole thing. He's like, you got tall, which means big. You got grande, which means big. Then you got venti. Who knows what a venti is? And then that's when Elizabeth Banks is like, venti, twenty, it's twenty ounces. He's like, is that true? But yeah, yeah. Anyways, fuck you to Starbucks. We speak English here. <laughs> and you're starting in Seattle. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, whatever. You speak English from what? Yeah. Fuck you to Grey Goose Vodka. Because um, the French don't let us call champagne champagne unless it's bottled in French. Champagne. So, champagne. So why the fuck do we gotta call vodka made in France vodka? Call it something the fuck else. Freedom drink. <laughs> Freedom drink. <laughs> I don't know. never thought about that. Freedom fries. Might call me racist, but I want my vodka made by Russians. And I want my tequila made by Mexicans. Not Paul Mitchell. Who fuck made- you to Patron. Who makes Grey Goose? The French. Oh, that's fucking unfortunate. Yep. It's one more reason I don't like Grey Goose. Mm-hmm. Shout out to any French listeners that we might have. No, we'll we'll happily drink wine and champagne, but don't make us call vodka vodka if it's not made in Russia. Maybe I'm just racist. Yeah. That's more vodka's claim, isn't it? Like, they're the ones that should be stepping up and saying it, not some Filipino guy in America that's upset about it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but it's like, I can't get some sparkling wine out of California and call it champagne because the French are like, no, it's not champagne. <laughs> no, okay. Try to do a French accent without doing that fucking face. <laughs> Because automatically, you just, you see, your face just drops. Oh, oh, so It has to drop to get the pronunciation done. Yeah. I had four years of fucking French in high school. Oh, God. I'm sorry for you. So am I. I chose Spanish. They told me my GPA was too high, and they put me in French. Huh? I'm not bullshitting you. Your GPA's too high, so they put you in French. Sacre bleu. <laughs> I had a guy talking I to, bet you had a guy. There was a guy outside of my job who was talking to another one of my coworkers about his son, who's 17... And he was talking about that his son is in very advanced classes, and that by the time he finishes high school, he'll already have a bachelor's degree. Like, he's taking class, high school classes and college-level classes at the same time. And by the time he graduates from high school, he'll have a bachelor's degree, and he's already going to get hired by IBM to work for them at night while he gets his master's degree. Now, this kid, at the same time, wants to start his own business. And what does he want to open up? A comic book store. A three-level comic book store in Chicago. One level is going to be comic books and, like, arcades and, and, like, sports memorabilia and cards. That kid, for sure, is a genius and partly my idol by now. Because if, if you have all this money, you expect him to be, like, some kind of douchebag that would look down on people like us. But no, he's one of us. He's a shining example of who I could have been if I didn't love Pussy when I was 18. Excuse my language. So shout out to you, buddy, whoever you are. I hope as he was finishing the story, you walked away and go, cool story, bro. No, I kind of wanted to slam my face in the wall because I, <laughs> I didn't have that kind of ambition. Like, the fuck? And I started telling my son to bust open the books at the age of, like, one. Went home and played a little Russian roulette, huh? Yeah. By myself with an automatic weapon. All right, that's all for me. So uh, shout out and a fuck you to that kid <laughs> for making me feel bad about myself. All right. 
Any more uh, fuck yous, guys? No, nope, thank you. David, you good? Breathing all right? Yeah. Oh, God, what's next? Pissing on graves. All right, moving on to pissing on graves. <laughs> My mouth full of candy. Sorry, let me try that again. Mm. Take two. Moving on to pissing on graves. Go ahead, Randy. Sounded like a navigation system. <laughs> this week's pissing on graves is going to be probably well overdue. Uh, Sir Alec Guinness. Although, did we do a correction? Because uh, Sir, who was knighted that one time? I forgot to do a correction. They were knighted and. Uh... Oh, what's his name? Really, is a lord. Yeah. Scott Disick. Is he really? Yeah. Oh fuck. Lord of I what? I don't know. I don't know who lorded his ass. I don't think anyone did. No, he's he actually has that title now. Oh lord! Well done, fucking Queen of England. But what Sir Anthony Hopkins really is a knight. I don't know why we're not calling him Sir Anthony Hopkins. I call him that. I call him that in the podcast. I call him Odin, the Allfather. Okay, Sir Alec Guinness uh, de Kouf, I guess is his name, was born on April 2nd, 1914 in Mary Laborn, London, England, uh, raised by his mother, Agnes Kouf. Uh, while working in advertising, he studied at the Faye Compton Studio of Dramatic Art, debuting on stage in 1934. Wait, in Compton? Uh, yeah, Faye Compton. Played classical theater at the Old Vic from 1936. Legendarily, a Shakespearean actor who translated, who trans, said we're moved towards, whatever, uh, moved into uh, the movie business. Transferred? Transferred. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Probably best known for some of his uh, bigger works like Lawrence of Arabia, The Bridge on the River Kwai, or famously known for Obi-Wan Kenobi in the Star Wars original trilogy. Now, the pissing on graves part comes to the part where Sir Alec Innes actually hated the Star Wars fan base. He publicly criticized that he did not enjoy the movies, he thought they were dumb, he actually talked George Lucas into killing Obi-Wan Kenobi off, so he convinced George Lu- Lucas that Obi-Wan Kenobi would be a more powerful character. It was really so he couldn't, wouldn't have to deal with the fan base. He couldn't stand dealing with the fans. He was buried in a secret location so that way the fans couldn't, the Star Wars fan base couldn't visit his grave paying their respects to the great late Obi-Wan Kenobi. And um, he publicly admitted that he was really only doing the movies because it was his biggest paycheck. I refused to do any publicity for any of the movies and I really doubt that he would ever show up to a Comic-Con if he were still alive. So It's, it's rough to do. Yeah. So, fuck you, Sir Alec Guinness. If we knew where your grave was, we'd be pissing on it now. This has been Pissing on Graves, the Sir Alec Guinness edition. Real quick side note. Yeah, we pissed on his grave, but if you ever get a chance, watch the movie Murder by Death. He plays a blind butler named Benson Mum, and he does a really fucking funny job in that. It's British humor, but you'd like it. I don't know if you'd like it, but... It's funny. It's a funny movie. So yeah. Is it Benny Hill? No. No, but... Monty like, Python? Like Truman, Truman Capote's in it. Any, yeah. Anything like Top Gear? Any chicks get naked? No. But it's British humor, right? If you like shit like Spaceballs, you'll like that. Mel Brooks isn't British. I know, but still, it's it's quirky comedies, dude. Rodney, I don't need to hear this shit. All right, moving on from our uh, Pissing on Graves. Comic Cliff Notes. I kind of wish Sandra was here to handle this one. Yeah. Today's Comic Cliff Notes is going to be on... <laughs> yeah. Harley Quinn, Sandra's favorite comic book character, probably from Batman Return of the Joker, where Harley Quinn turns to Tim Drake. Is it where was it? Return of Drake? Is Tim Drake? Mm-hmm. Where she goes, honey, bring mommy her bazooka. Sandra's yeah, favorite. She says that pretty often, too. Yeah. To Jason. Yeah. Which is awesome. <laughs> Would have been more appropriate if her son's name was Tim, but anyway. It'll work. It's, it's a Robin. Sure. All right, so Harley Quinn, real name Harleen Quinzel. <laughs> what a coincidence. Uh, first created you off. in the comic books in 1999. Her actual first appearance was in Batman the Animated Series. Credit to Paul Dini. So yeah, Paul Dini created the character. Then uh, after seeing that she was received so well in Batman the Animated Series, they decided to transfer over to the world of comics. She was, was a psychiatrist or psychologist? I can never remember. Anyway, she was a doctor. 
who worked in Arkham, and she was in charge of psychoanalyzing the Joker, and then falling in love with him, and just kind of went batshit crazy after that. Weapon of choice is a giant fucking mallet or a really big gun. And even though the Joker treats her like complete shit, she's very, very loyal. Teams up every once in a while with Poison Ivy. I think only once teamed up with Catwoman. She's a member of the Suicide Squad, is she? Is she? Yeah, because she's actually going to be in the movie as well. So, yeah, who's going to play her? Eh, that'll be a correction for next week. Something for David to look up when, when he has some free time. Hopefully Kristen Bell. It's not. That I know. Damn it. Which would have been fucking amazing. Don't do it now. We need something for next week. All right. So uh, this has been Comic Cliff Notes, the Harley Quinn edition. You've just been schooled. Booyah. All right. Moving on to top topics. We're going to go with our favorite Christmas music. How can we never songs. do the top topic anymore? Huh? How can we never do the top topic thing? I'm sorry. Do it. Top topic. Do it like you mean it. Alright. Yeah, you know what? I was looking for I can't find a soundbite where I didn't play BGM behind it, so I couldn't really pull it out to That was worth it. Alright, so Christmas songs. Sorry, he said BGM, I heard EDM. Alright, well, I'm gonna start it off with uh the winter classic. All I want for Christmas is you, Mariah Carey. Fucking hate you. I will take the MyChem version of that song. Fuck you for saying MyChem. Also... Well, fans of MyChem, they call it MyChem. <laughs> no, but still, just at that point, just My Chemical Romance? I don't know. But shout out to My Chemical Romance, which the drummer Bob was Michael's former drummer, and Michael being from the lead singer of Starter Kit and Red Novella, which Starter Kit does the intro song for Um That Just Happened. An outro? An outro for Um That Just Happened. Let's see. What else? Maria has the Kelly Clarkson Christmas CD, so I've been listening to a lot of that, and her rendition of... Not Rudolph the Run over here. Run, run, what is it? Run, Rudolph, run, run, Rudolph? Yeah, that's it. And she does a really good rendition of that. She has a big mouth. I like it. David, what do you got? Let's see. I'm going to be the old man of the group, I guess. I'm going to go for uh, Bing Crosby's White Christmas. Oh, I thought you were going to go chestnuts roasting on an open fire. No. Was that Bing Crosby? What's the name of that song? Christmas song. Oh. Although I do have a, yeah. I do have fondness in my heart for Jingle Bell Rock. Oh, yeah. Probably makes me think of Home Alone. Home Alone. The Alyssa Milano version of Jingle Bell Rock? Milano anything is nice. I'm just, yeah. I can't say I've consciously heard or could think of it. Uh, Who cares? It's still Alyssa well, Milano. What's yours before I interject? I'm going to go with rocking around the Christmas tree because later we are going to have some fucking pie and do some caroling. All right, least favorite Christmas song. I'm going to jump in with uh, Santa Baby. Horrible. Horrible fucking song. Marilyn Monroe sings fucking retarded. Sydney Lauper version. No, Madonna, excuse me. Sings it fucking retarded. Wasn't it just Madonna? I didn't know that Marilyn Monroe I thought Marilyn Monroe did, did a version too. I thought it was just Madonna. Well, either way. Some Somebody else had a version also that song, the song oh Jessica Simpson the song's fucking horrible like with the boo boo beating all that just oh every time I hear this song I'm like change I can listen to Christmas music all day as soon as the song comes on that and Felice Navidad I'm out of there give it the fuck out that's it that, those are mine oh I forgot to add the uh, I love the Hawaiian Christmas song it's catchy yeah. from uh, Christmas Vacation Maliki. yeah no Basically. what's the rest of it what's the rest of it David <laughs> <laughs> Maliki. Maliki Mak- he's, like, he's like, somebody say it. Somebody finish it. Maliki. 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 Damn it! <laughs> it's funny, I keep saying it in my head, but I... Maliki Liki Maka. <laughs> Finally, I get somebody, like somebody brown should know that David does it. All right, least favorite Christmas song. Right here, all I want for Christmas. Oh, wow. Beyond a doubt, I am ready to blow my head off until I hear that song by the time Christmas rolls around. I kind of like that song. I'll still take the MyCam version. But uh, for favorite songs, Damn Near Anything by uh, the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Oh, yeah. yeah. I saw yeah, them live two years yeah. ago. Yeah. Let me tell you. They're here every year, aren't they? Yeah, but it sucks because... Like, maybe it was three years ago, but I saw them actually before Christmas. Now it's, like, every year since, they've come in, like, 27th, 28th. 
But yeah, awesome live show. Probably used more pyrotechnics than a WWE event and a metal concert. They used a Combined. shit ton, yes. Yeah, they originated the whole uh, synchronizing your Christmas lights to music. They probably these bitches one time. <laughs> well, no, they created the music that everyone synchronizes their lights to now. They never did yard displays. They just fucking, everyone just jumped on that shit. Well, no, now they make yard displays that you can sync to any music, which kind of... Stupid. Well, yeah, but people were first jumping on uh, Christmas Eve and Christmas in Sarajevo. Yeah. What's the uh, the Band-Aid one is a pretty good one. The, uh, do they know it's Christmas time? Oh, yeah. Oh, That's yeah. Nelson's favorite Christmas song. I know one you're going to hate that I actually like. I like uh, Happy Christmas by... Uh, How's that go? I'm trying to think of who sings it. One of the Beatles, Yoko Ono. Oh. Uh, John Lennon. Dominic the Donkey. Oh, you like that? No. Oh. That's a Christmas song? Yeah. Yes. Dominic the Christmas Donkey. Oh. Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer, for some reason, will always be catchy in my mind. Yeah, but... My... It's, it's so hillbilly that I shouldn't like the song, but I love if it. If anyone in my West family hears me say this, they're probably going to jump my ass for that Dominic the Christmas Donkey thing. Cause it's I like, know, it's like Italian gran- shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Her oh, grandfather yeah. will beat me within an inch of my life. Shout out to Nick Lantini. I think Nick Prohl's Italian, too. So you got to pay a vague to him? <laughs> I didn't say it this time, Nick. I did. You know where to find me. Anybody else? Christmas music? Christmas songs we hate. Or like. You know what I thought was always a weird one? It's, I don't know what the exact title is, but I, Three Ships, sung by Sting. I thought, I saw Three Ships come sailing in on Christmas Day on Christmas Day. Oh, I didn't even know that one. What? You'll have to look it up. Christmas Shoes. Fuck you. Whoever made that depressing-ass song. It's about some little kid who wants to buy some Christmas shoes for, like, his mom or something. And his mom's dying. And it's like this real fucking over-the-top dramatic song. You know it's just to make people cry on on their ride home. You've never heard the Tim McGraw Christmas song about the soldier overseas, have you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Even I haven't heard of that one. That one's... That's rough to to listen to, too. It's like, really? Like, what are you guys doing? That's like, please don't take the girl. Also, I think a Tim McGraw song. Tim McGraw's a dick with that shit. Ding, Fries, or Donner, one of my favorite Christmas songs. Ding, Fries, or Donner? Yeah. <laughs> the bastardized Carol of the Bells. Yeah, Carol of the Bells. There's some retarded king going, Ding, Fries, or Donner, Ding, have you Fries, ever seen, or Donner. Have you ever seen Peter Griffin sing it? I, yeah. From Family Guy? Yeah. I gotta run. I gotta run. I'm a whopper. I wear working. I wear paper head. Would you like an apple pie with that? <laughs> you wouldn't know that. <laughs> Any other Christmas music, guys? There was a whole Twisted Christmas album where it was like... Jingle Hell's Bells. Yeah, and walking around in women, women's underwear. That was from uh, the Rock 103.5 days. Yeah. They used to fucking play that shit all over the place. The Blaze. What yeah. about uh, Jingle Bell, Batman Smells? Oh, I love Mark Hamill's version of that in the animated from, series. The one where he sings as Joker? Yeah. Mask of the Phantasm? Was, I thought that was actually... No, it was in the no, animated series. It was, series, in the, yeah. it was in the animated series, dude. You sure? Pretty confident. Because I, I know it's when he gets onto the Christmas tree and it breaks out through the top of Arkham. Yeah, that's when... I thought it was Mask of the Phantasm. No, no, no. It's, uh, he kidnaps the reporter and Harvey Bullock and he... Um, those are the... Yeah. And it's when uh, Batman says... I've never seen It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, yeah, and Robin at the end is like, or comes in and he's watching it or something like that. Yeah, which neither have I. I've never seen It's a Wonderful Life. I saw White Christmas for the first time last year. Who's in that? Bing Crosby, Danny Kaye. That I haven't seen. White Christmas is a good song. The fucking, you know, the movie, it, I was really surprised with an old-time movie. I enjoyed the hell out of it. I mean, some of those are just classics. And maybe it's just me, but, you know, I still love uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. We talked about that in the last episode, so I did you proud on that one. I'm glad. Finally, about time. That's your sunniest favorite movie. Really? Yeah. It's uh, Akira's, or Akira's favorite movie. Paul's wife, Paul Geary. Ah, Aggie. Shout out. Alright, so if you guys have a favorite Christmas song that we didn't happen to mention, feel free to post it on utjh.net or facebook.com slash hashtag spell out utjh. What do you got, Dave? Has anyone got a 
hold of you guys yet? Do I have to get a fucking Twitter yet? Not yet. No, fuck everyone in that entire fucking state. Wow. This shit's going on far too long. Fuck all of them. You talking about Wichita? Yes, fuck them. Are you talking about Kansas City? Talking about the entire fucking state. It's two different states. One's Missouri, one's... Fuck the South. (laughs) Set the North in the Civil War. All right, so uh, moving on. over, Bippy. From... Top topics are open forum. All right, David, let's let's do this. <laughs> now it's gonna be spoilers up the fucking ass between these two shows. So spoiler alert. All right, we're gonna talk a little bit about. Well, we're gonna talk a lot a bit about Sons of Anarchy and Breaking Bad. Would you care to go first? No, by all means. I got the Breaking Bad side. David has the uh, Sons of Anarchy side. Would you might as well chime in with the Walking Dead? I know we I know we thought we were gonna say this, but fuck it. Because if we're gonna have a Breaking Bad Walking Dead discussion anyway. Have you seen Walking Dead? Oh I've watched Walking Dead. I'm not current on it because season three sucked dick. But you don't mind being spoiled. No, I don't because have you seen the Carl Papa video? No, I don't think so. Oh, you got a YouTube Carl Papa, it's hilarious. Uh see the thing is like I know how Breaking Bad ends. I don't remember specifically because like it was just like when Dexter was coming to an end. Everyone's like, oh fucking Dexter's over and I was like Alright, so I just read the entire plot synapses, and now this year I just started watching Dexter. I'll just put it off. I don't mind it being spoiled for me, because I'll just give it time, and I'll forget. That's what happened with, with Tara in, in Sons of Anarchy. Like, somebody posted R.I.P. Tara. I was like, oh, what the fuck? Like, it was like two weeks before. To me, if it's the same day, you're being an asshole. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, my thing is, there, there you need to have a 48-hour decency window. <laughs> Because, listen, society's become a permanently attached to the tit of social media. If these people are genuinely your friends, cut your friends slack. Not everyone works 7 to 3. Yeah, and by the way, I have to post the podcast before I get to watch my episode of Walking Dead. So fuck you whoever posted. Rest in peace, Beth. Yeah, I like I saw that and I fucking I went right up exactly how she got That was, that was still one of the roughest scenes. Which, shout out to Emma Kinney if you're going to be at Comic-Con. We got to make Comic-Con plans. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we, we got time. We'll talk about that. comic Got myself open for him. under the weather. <laughs> All right, so not going to Comic Con. just talked about. No, he's feeling under the weather to go to work. That's what he's oh. saying. All right, so Dan here we go. Right now, we're just going to talk about our specific qualms with one another shows, things that inconsistencies pisses us off, things of that nature. We'll get around to things that actually did please us with each of the shows, but this is a bashing session for what it is right now. First off, Jax. Make it good. <sighs> Not the bitch Mortal Kombat character, but the, uh... Just as bad, as far as I'm concerned. But not as bad as the Mortal Kombat movie where he rips off the cybernetic arms to have his regular arms underneath. Yeah, fuck that. And then somehow wins the fight. I would think with the cybernetic shit, you should have been dominating, but whatever. Dude, was it just me, or is, like, everybody who played at Mortal Kombat who played with Jax? Just a complete asshole. Jax. A, I don't like the way he walks. It's as simple as that. Number one, he's, he, always, he walks like a fucking douchebag. Like his pelvis is out in front of him and he's got one hand in his pocket at all times. Throws me off. From episode one, I'm like, why does he walk like that? Maybe it was just me already nitpicking from season one, like, because I knew the show was... I was worried I wasn't going to like the show. Now, don't get me wrong. The show picked up and I was like, you know, it's starting to get interesting. Clay needs to die already. Jax needs to start making some better decisions. And it seemed like he was going that route. Then... Clay gets locked up, Jax gets the seat of precedent, and I'm just like, finally, we're at the part of the show where shit's gonna change, and nothing changed. Jax became exactly who Clay was, and you could say, like what Jax said, you know, it's it's the seat that does it to you, you come present, you automatically become that fucking guy. That, to me, seems like 
cheap right. That's right, Jax is being the guy that's taking the whole club in a different direction and he's gonna do this and that differently. And then he takes that seat and it's a lot of the exact same shit. He's making the same kind of quote-unquote sacrifices that Clay said he was making. He's killing people just on a whim. He's holding people close even though he wants to kill them. All kinds of shit like that. And even when it gets to the last season, he finally gets clear of the gun thing. But like the end of season six, basically finds a way to get the club out of guns, which he's which he was talking about since season one. We need to get the, the club out of guns. We need to get the club out of guns. He finally does it and then jumps back the fuck in through season seven to get the club back into guns all over. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Like, But he had to. They put him in the squeeze for it. I don't give a shit. If you're that smart, find a way out. You call it lazy writing. Yes. I call it, it's been around for fucking ever. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. Every other fucking cliche you want to throw, you could say it's cliched writing, but I'm not going to let you have it. It's lazy writing. It's heavy as the head that wears the crown. Yeah, but if it's that obvious, if you're a writer and you have the cliche writings in front of you, wouldn't you say, let's sidestep it and surprise people? What surprises had there really been besides Tara getting killed? Tara getting killed was a big surprise. And even that, like, you knew it was coming because you saw Gemma getting pissed off and just like, all right, she's Gemma getting raped. Gemma getting raped, that was a nice little surprise. Nice? Well, Dude, I actually felt uncomfortable watching that scene. But at the same time, it's just like, she's a piece of shit, too. By Jax? No, No. it was by Arian and Arian. Brotherhood gang. But the whole thing was just like, I don't feel sorry for anyone. For no one in that show do I feel sorry. The kids, maybe. But that's like, I gotta have sympathy for somebody in the show. And there's no, like, I don't feel bad for Jax, because after all the quote-unquote smart decision he makes, then he makes Wendy a fucking junkie again, which was... God, stupid. you in that scene, dude. Get over it. He ne- She nearly killed his kid. That's called karma. She did that shit when? Season one. Season one. Now, she was a junkie at the time. Okay. She tried to come between him and his child. He, she didn't. She just said, I want to just be a part of his life. That was it. Stay the fuck away. You can't do that. Don't you realize that's fucking illegal? To tell somebody like... Wait, yeah, that's so you're... Ch- but don't touch him. That's illegal, and that's a hang-up. But the fucking guy in Breaking Bad peddling meth. That's cool. Oh, that's horribly illegal, too. And he got his justifiable means to it. You see what I mean? Like, like Walt does all this, he knows it's illegal, and he's being chased by the cops this whole time, and all this shit's happening. Like, Jack before, does before it, it feels justified. Before I watched Breaking Bad, one of the things that I said what surprised me about you wanting to watch Breaking Bad, or you liking Breaking Bad, was it revolved around somebody who was breaking the law, which you're not normally a fan of. But you said that you were actually rooting for a character that wasn't Walt in the show. Was that Hank? Hank. You saw how all that ends for him. Yeah, that was rough too. Because part of me wanted to stop watching when that happened too, because throughout all of Breaking Bad I was just like, man, I hope Hank's the one that pops him off. Yeah, but Hank was fucking stupid. I know. Hank has some inconsistent writing. One minute he's a comic relief, the next minute he's like the smartest guy in the room. He's like the Lara Fleas of the show, if you will. I'm not going that far, but yeah, it could have been better. But I don't know. That's most of my hangups with Sons of Anarchy. Not varied enough. You've probably overhyped. Maybe if I started watching it since season when season one started, it would have been better. But I just had so many people talking about Oh, these guys are such badasses. They're such badasses. I'm like, yeah, I guess. Got guys brandishing guns and having shootouts in the middle of the fucking day. And nobody fucking says anything because everyone's scared of him? No, fuck that. Well, the sheriff was on the payroll. Not the other sheriff, Roosevelt. Who also gets killed, which pisses me off, by Juice. You like it, the Juice, eh? Who, you want to talk about inconsistent writing. I mean, I actually had a friend who was in a motorcycle club, and you know, one time he pulled me aside and says, you know, shit happens. I don't know if you carry yourself in a fight or not, you know, regardless if you want to jump in or not. The point is, you don't say shit. So I was like, okay. Yeah, but that, you're close with those people. I'm talking about the general public seeing a full-on but shootout. But we don't happen. live in Mayberry, 
dude. That's that basically show, what that the... show's supposed to be like that. Like it's supposed to be Mayberry, but yeah. But that's but that's it's, the it's 2000... MC has been in the fucking town for like forty years since they came back from Nam. Doesn't even matter with that shit. Fuck, I was gonna say something. Also, it wasn't a very good important point. Juice, inconsistent writing. How was he inconsistent? He was always the, a tweaker. The, the whole first season, he's he's sort of like the comic relief that just got high. But the, the whole then then just because his dad's black, he has this whole emotional breakdown, and every fucking episode after that, he either has a death wish. Where he's standing in front of like a moving car and not blinking, and now he's like, you know, I want to be hard ass. But every time somebody bro hugs him, he sobs, like just straight sobs. Like, dude, figure it out already. You're back in the club. Enough. Stop fucking crying. And then after all that, then Jax is like, yeah, Juice has got to go. So now they got to kill Juice all over again. Now he's on the lam, and then he kills Roosevelt, saves Gemma from, well, doesn't even save her, just basically takes the heat for mm-hmm. Gemma killing Tara. Which, fuck you, Gemma, for not stepping up and taking the blame for that one and being a bitch. And then Jax kills somebody else, thinking that that was the person that killed Tara. So now, Gemma, you're you're responsible for yet another person getting killed. I don't know, it was just... It's a show about a fucking... To me, it felt like a show about a bunch of fucking douchebags. But... Don't get me wrong, there were plenty of times where I was just like, fuck, I gotta watch the next episode, I gotta see what happens. It does get addicting, and it's a lot like what Caesar said, how Sons of Anarchy is like Grand Theft Auto. It's like, escapist. Yeah, it's 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 a fun game to play, you can't take it too seriously, and a lot of illegal shit's gonna be going on. See, in season 7, Jax has to pay the piper for all that shit. Good, I hope he gets ass raped. Do you really wanna know? I know he dies, but still. Yeah. Nobody gets ass raped by his, just his corpse. Just gets no. He gets voted to meet Mr. Mayhem by his own club. Good fuck. Him. All right, proceed. See, this that's like my entire okay. Season one of Breaking Bad really enjoyable. I couldn't stop watching it. Season two, not so much. Half the season, I'm waiting for Hank's wife to get popped. Is that bra's obnoxious? Yeah, I don't really understand her purpose in the show. Yeah, she was really superfluous. I was like. She doesn't really have one. She's a, she's a shit starter for no reason. But they never even bothered to really flesh out the character. It was like... And if you're gonna put somebody in there like that, make her at least a little hotter. Yeah. This bro was just straight obnoxious. And then you got, like, Walt constantly back and forth. Oh, I shouldn't be doing this. Oh, but I like doing this. And now I'm into season, you know, season three, which I gotta admit, it was kind of a cool moment where he's at the hardware store, like, buying paint. And he sees a guy with a shopping cart full of shit to produce meth. And he tells him you're buying the wrong shit. And then goes outside and threatens him. Yeah, and tells him, stay out of my territory. I'm like, Wait, so you got your clean bill of, well, your much, much better prognosis bill of health, and you're just going to go right back to it because you missed the high of being somebody. And that's when you start to see his pure downfall. Now, you also had the awesome moment of everything that happened with, with the explosion and all that shit where knocked off half dude's face. And by the end of the last season of Breaking Bad, he's not even with his family anymore. He's shunned from his family. Mm-hmm. So here, you see his progression and degression all in a whole span. That's the thing that uh, pissed me off about Sons of At least in Breaking bad you see that he's not getting everything that he quote unquote worked for but you saw like everything was so predictable the wife was going to become he was going to become withdrawn she was going to become despondent the relationship was going to go to shit i mean it was so predictable and walt jr was going to be the not walking dead fuck walt jr (laughs) fuck the guy that got to start on miley cyrus oh god he was banging Miley Cyrus. No, he was on um the sh- her show. It was on a cracked article. Actors you wouldn't you didn't know got their start like they mentioned. Brian Cranston got his start on Power Rangers. Brian Cranston yeah. started on Power Rangers. Yes, he was one of the creatures, a lizard. What? Just Google Brian Cranston Power Rangers. He's also in Seinfeld. Well, I knew it was oh, Malcolm. Speaking in the of another overrated show, watch your fucking mouth. That and Friends. But okay, so I mean, it was so predictable, and you only had like what four, five, maybe six central characters. You had the 
fucking Terminator and Robocop in fucking Sons of Anarchy. Which, the T-1000 had like one cameo. I don't know if he showed up very often in the last season. He showed up more because... But they showed him once in like season... Yeah, because he's, the, pres- season he's the president of the st- uh, Stockton chapter. Oh, okay. I don't know, it was just... He's the one that... They decide that Jax comes clean. He kills Jury, Uncle Jury, who leads Sam Crow. Fuck, I can't remember. It's in Utah. They used to be the Devil's Tribe. Yeah, the ones that, yeah. that patch over. Yeah. yeah. He kills Uncle Jury, in mm-hmm. some, and he claims with self-defense. Well, his VP takes it to the pr- uh, table for the presidents of Sam Crow, and they tell him, you know, that's a Mr. Mayhem vote. And he tells him, my wife was killed by my own mother. And he asks, all I ask is that you let my club make the vote. But see, okay, here's how I would have written the show. Once Jax becomes president, he gets to that point, and I would have been fine with Tara just fucking leaving with the kids. And then you see Jax become Clay because he has no. Because that's of that. predictable too. I don't think that that'd be that predictable. Because then you take away can... the wife and the child, and he becomes a despondent asshole. But that's then, pretty, pre- but pre- then pretty predictable. Towards the, the end of the last season, then he could start saying like, "No, I want now. I want to get back with that family. I can't live this life anymore." The thing and is... then still get killed by the end. That's how I would have done it. But Jax does do that. He leaves his children with. Wendy. Wendy and Nero. And they they go to like a farm and shit, right? Yeah. They go to his uh, Nero's family farm, and they don't know what Jax has got planned. But he en- gets them out of guns. He shoots and executes the Irish kings. That I saw. He shoots and kills Peter Weller, the crooked cop that sold him out. I'm trying to think, there's someone someone else he, di- he shoots. I don't know. But I just, then he goes out in the same fashion his dad did. I just feel like there was, there could have been more to that show after all the hype that I heard about it. But that show managed to do seven seasons of maybe every episode didn't please you. Like I said, it seems in about third seasons. Where they go to Ireland and oh, they get God. over there and fucking Jack has already jumped bail to go track down his son. That was so over the and fucking top. I'm not gonna go hunt my son down that I just jumped bail, went across, you know, how many ever time zones. I'm gonna bare knuckle box at the Irish chapter's yeah, club. And have parties and shit. Fuck that and nearly nailed my stepsister or half sister. Yeah. But she was a looker, so I'll give him credit. An Irish looker. But that Sons of Anarchy kept it pretty fresh for seven seasons. Breaking Bad had a cop out at four. It's like they said. And in like, my opinion, it was gonna stay there because one day that, Jesse the is the most likable character. That's the Then the thing, next like, day I wanna shoot Jesse. If, if they would have extended the breaking bad. You couldn't have. You couldn't have. It stopped exactly where it needed to, and I was fine with that. I'd ra- I'd rather a show do that than pull the heroes right. Like, when Jesse fucking rescued, you know, when the meth head, when he tried to jack them for stealing his product, and he actually rescues the kid because he sees what a kind of horrible life this kid has, I was like, Jesse's officially the most intelligent person on this fucking show. Well, I don't know about that, because when Walt presses the button and the fucking Gatlin comes comes out of the trunk and just mows everybody the fuck down, I was like, that was amazing. In the last episode, like, it's 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 exactly like what we see on a daily basis. Like, if, if some of these people just put their mind in the right direction instead of the wrong one, what they could have accomplished. All right, now, Walking Dead, go. It's amazing. Compared to the other two shows, hands down, hotter chicks. Yes. Negative. Whoa. Sons of Anarchy has strippers and porn stars. No, no, no. We're talking about his main characters. Oh, I thought you meant an appearance. I was like, these bras are supposed to be porn stars. They're in a post-apocalyptic world. Hotter chicks on a consistent basis. I don't know. They also have that one old broad who, uh, I can't think of her name right now. Katie Seagal? No, that's Gemma. I'm talking about from Walking Dead. Everybody, every show's allowed their old broad that nobody wants to look at. I'll look at Katie Seagal. I really think the morality aspect of Walking Dead is is a little more challenging than either of the two shows. Now, granted, I've only seen bits and pieces of Sons of Anarchy. I've actually never really completed an episode. But, you know, judging by the material content, it's, I don't know, it's a motorcycle club that's uh, based on action. So I really doubt there's any, like, moral decisions, decisions about humanity. Hands down, probably better rated show. Oh, yeah. More wildly popular. I would argue better writing. More depth of character. Except for season three. Uh, Except for fucking Carl. 
Carl Papa. Carl's just one of those things where it's like, you, you want to talk about something that they need to fix in the writing. Carl's still doing shit that he shouldn't be doing. Not in this most recent episode, but even the episode before when, when uh, like, Rick was in his little mini coma and everything. Like, he's still wa- wandering around and backstepping like a badass when it's just like, dude, look around you. There's a zombie right next to you. Stop being the little kid that wants to be a hard ass. Enough of that shit. But in, in all fairness, I haven't read the Walking Dead comic, and um, Nick alluded to it in episode 31. That the depth of the Carl character probably can't be evolved as quickly as a comic book because Chandler Riggs has to age. So maybe the writers are kind of hanging on to him knowing what they have in store for him in like season six, season seven, where they can really bring the story to fruition. More opportunity for merchandising, you know, which is usually a hallmark of something a little more epic, which Breaking Bad has its own Seth MacFarlane action figures. Todd MacFarlane. Todd MacFarlane. <laughs> hey, Peter. <laughs> Wait a minute, Carl dies? No, no. Oh, he got fucking gravely injured. No, no, no. He just... Everyone wants Carl to die because... He's an obnoxious whiny bitch. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, he gets better, but but it's almost like he they overcompensate his character. It took too long to do it. Well, Chandler no. Riggs has to age at a certain rate, so... They had to, like, overcompensate his character, because it was just like, in the first couple seasons, he was just like, I don't know, where's my mom, where's my dad? Then he learned how to shoot, and all of a sudden, he becomes Mr. Cowboy Hardass with the hat on and everything. And now, he's still just that guy. Like, instead of being... Balance. Like, I feel like that's the one thing that's killing me about The Walking Dead. There are only so few characters that are perfectly balanced on both sides with rationality and bravery. Well, that's like, because the characters that challenge the moral compass of the show are the ones they end up killing off. It's true. And that's a pattern to it. But, At um, this point, I almost would have wished Shane survived. And he was a douche. So... <laughs> So one of the things I talked about on The Talking Dead was uh, if Shane had been alive to lead the group instead of Rick, what different position would they have been in? Because almost like Rick turned into Shane in the current season. He's basically just take no prisoners, I don't give a shit. That's basically the most, that's a plot device. You know, the good guy becomes the anti-hero, maybe makes the jump to full bad guy, and then redeems himself. Yeah. Jax did the same fucking thing. Walter does the same fucking thing. It's it's a plot device. I don't know about Sons of Anarchy, but I definitely know about Breaking Bad. But The Walking Dead, you can discuss the episode how what it could have went another way in the episode. Another decision could have been made, and it could have took it in an entirely different direction. They based two video games on the show, where it's like, you can choose a direction, and it takes you down an entirely different path. Oh. There's still room to discuss long after the episode's completely over. Real quick, correction that I, that we forgot to mention. We were talking about the black guys that replaced one another. It was T-Dog, who's the first black guy that dies, who's replaced by Tyrese. And then Bob showed up and now was replaced by the priest. That's what happened. Sorry, I, I meant to correct that a long time ago and I missed it. Tyrese is another one who they need to figure out what they're going to do with him. Because he's too big of a guy to be as much of a fucking sap as he is and it's it's almost bothersome. He's like the Zangief of the show. <laughs> but not the Zangief from uh, Wreck-It Ralph. <laughs> Just because you are a bad guy does not make make you a bad bad guy. guy. Yeah, he needs... Everyone's waiting for him to snap because they know something's got to push him over the edge. And when he thought that he killed that one kid for for almost killing... What's the the baby's name? Ass kicker? No. Beth? No. No. Some old lady name that fucking bothers... Agnes? Marge? Close. Close to those two. Edith? I don't know. Edith. Edith! There's no reason why anybody born in this generation should have that name. Bold prediction, Tyrese is going to kill Rick. I think he's going to kill his sister. Sonequa Martin-Green, a crying shame. She actually looks a lot better in, uh, off the show. I like Christian Charados. Oh. Which, by the way, Lauren Cohen, are you not going to come to any Comic-Cons or a Walker Stalker DeadCons? Oh, there's 60 days of Walker Stalker DeadCon. Ooh. Yeah, but Christian Serrano's is going to be in town. Oh. Uh, Although the tickets to that, I think, are going to be ridiculously expensive. Yeah, out of the three shows, Breaking Bad is my favorite just because I feel like Walt's the most relatable character out of all of them. For me, being a... Being a parent now and everything like that too. I'm real close to Rick. 
I had the least in common with Jax. I don't know how to ride a motorcycle, unfortunately. I'm not that into guns, even though I have one. But yeah, still all three are, are great shows. E even with all the shit that I talk about with Sons of Anarchy, it's still a better show than 90% of what's on the television right now. Better than a lot of other shows that I have watched in the past, like Heroes. I don't know if it's better than Twin Peaks, but it's definitely better than season two of Twin Peaks. Even the worst season of Sons of Anarchy was better than that. So don't take me Nothing. with all these gripes as talking too much shit either. And now we're better than Firefly. Yeah, and if uh, you have a comment that you didn't feel that we mentioned regarding one of these shows, we still have to do the Breaking Bad, Walking Dead episode. we got to get a hold of our mom. Oh, hold on. I'm sorry. Real quick. Sons of Anarchy. I saw Jax's ass way too fucking often in that show. Way too often. That isn't counterbalanced with female ass. Just throwing that out there. And I'm okay with my masculinity, but that's too much man ass. I'm sorry, it. David, if you might like it. But uh, if you have a comment about one of the shows that you didn't feel that we mentioned, hit us up on our Facebook page, our utjh.net, uh, or leave us some comments on Podomatic, SoundCloud, or iTunes. Don't forget to click five stars. Do that. Something is also automatically better because uh, the guy that plays Chibs has a Glasgow smile. That guy is a shit. He was also in Braveheart too. He was also in Aliens vs Predator. He was also in Sin City. Yes. Was that Cicero? Yes. Also in Gladiator. No, he's no Tim because he has that same fucking scar. <laughs> right. There's no hiding that shit. No. But kudos to that guy for having a career. Exactly. For yeah. having a great career. Yeah. I mean, look at the people he started with in these movies and TV shows, and Jacks. Actually, I think I liked every character but Jax in that show. Chip is actually the president now. Good. He makes him president. I like him more. I like Bobby more. I like Happy. Just because Happy was like willing to do whatever to kill somebody and just didn't give two shits. Was, he, was he a midget? No. Was no. he a dwarf? But no. he, he, he was only one like, out of seven dwarves are happy. He almost had a real he always had a real serious demeanor about him, so they called him Happy. That also for every kill he had. He almost did, like the Zaz thing. He tattooed a smiley face on himself. Sort of like Deadshot and Arrow. Eh? Eh? I can talk about these things now. Alright. <laughs> so moving on to promotions. Hit me up for one of the shirts. I'm at Lantern84. On Twitter, you can send me a direct message if you want one of the shirts. Or hit me up on Facebook if you're one of my friends. Or on the page itself. Just hit us up. Yeah, we only have like a couple left, right? Yeah. We're going to try to have Brian back on really soon. Uh, the... Brian Kelly? No, no, no. The... Brandon Kelly. That's Brandon Kelly. Oh, well, I can't see a Kelly Motors license plate without thinking of that guy, so. Yeah. That and the beer he was, uh... Two brothers? Yeah. Uh, it's being carried in the Marianos by me now. Marianos. Um... Baba boopy. <laughs> Bibbidi bobbidi. Uh, so yeah. Shout out to Bra to Brian. Hope, hope to get you back real soon. He's the master of UTJH.net, the guy who's in charge of the whole thing, which is awesome. He bestowed us our domain. He did. Uh, make sure to do your whole little FFFF videos. Uh, post them on the page or on Twitter, and we'll transfer them to the page even if you want to. You know, I think next next episode is going to be our year-end episode. We should do our top topics or guests' favorites. So post on our page who your favorite guest has been. Maybe we'll take, like, a voting or a poll or something. Just, mm -hmm. just real quick for the top topics, because I remember the last one, one time I was here. Did you ever get to see the uh, Batman versus Superman uh, teaser trailer they showed? I remember the one... No, one. I still haven't, where they show the glowing eyes of the Batsuit. Eh. I still haven't okay, seen it. Okay, I was just curious. I, actually, I was just thinking about it the other day. I was looking for it, and it's fucking official YouTube video posters fucking assholes. For DC Comics, suck ass. Well, yeah, but I mean, everybody who posts their video on YouTube... Oh, yeah, the official. It says official, and yeah. they're just a critique of the actual trailer that I'm fucking looking yeah, for. Yeah, the weekend, the Thursday night before they released the Star Wars one, good buddy of mine, Russell, shout out to Russell, totally got me with... He sent me Rusty? A, yeah, he sent me a text message, totally got me. With the Rick. Did you get Rick rolled? Yeah, he got me too. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, FFFF, take the pledge, do the movement. Or Coke. Keep up with our movement for the fuck all things Kanye West and Kardashian. By the way, the whole be a grown up and do Coke, or do Coke like an adult. My God, I have not stopped laughing every time I hear that. <laughs>
Like, that's making around work right now. Is it? Excellent. Thank you. I forgot where I got that from. You oh, were discussing from, about the... Tosh. Phil, oh. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was remembering the, the guy who did Daniel Tosh, not Tosh. With Lizette, which I gotta say, Lizette's fucking hilarious. I don't even know her. My God, whatever she's on, I'm like, shit's gonna start. <laughs> Ever since the chick won, the first time she's on, she picks best sex scenes. I'm like, this is a chick I could drink with. And surprisingly, she doesn't do a lot of drinking. Anymore. Anymore. But drunk Liz, so much fun. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Nelson. Is that like offending every nationality and person under the sun? Why? I just think she'd have like zero filters. Oh, well, she gets Well, she has bad. no filter, but she's more goofy than uh, oh. offensive. Yeah. Nelson gets to see that side a little bit more often now if she ends up taking like her medication or anything. Oh, like but you that. know what? No one's pregnant anymore. Let's, um, why don't we have like a... Real quick, Nelson. Your brother's a saint, dude. Because if you sat on the toilet when I had to piss, you would have fucking got it right in your mouth, dude. Yeah, shout out to everybody that... Oh, shout out to Omar. We forgot to mention Omar for having the birth of his two kids. Ah, crap. How did we miss that? Yeah, I'm sorry, Omar. I have to throw this Special, special shout out. Yeah, this, this is a huge shout we will, out. We will dedicate episode 34 to the kids who were born the on 12, 13, twins. 14. Yeah. Noah and Stella. Congratulations to Omar and Vanessa for Noah and Stella, the twins. Please tell me he likes Artois. No. Does anybody really like Stella Artois? Because the Belgians I know a lot there, of fucking people you. that like Stella Artois. Dude, the Belgians don't like Stella Artois. No, dude. I know. Stella Artois now is like where Heine- like Heineken was like three years ago. Yeah. If you want a good Belgian beer, it's called Who? Garden. Who? Exactly. Garden. Get to the chopper! Support our quest for better entertainment. Stop all support for anything Kardashian, Kanye West. Which, point of fact, that guy right over there was singing a Kanye West song while talking to me. It was was an old Kanye West song. Doesn't fucking matter. Did you spend any money on it? Nope. That's fine. Well, not... Since I bought the CD back in the day, though. Gave him money. Back in the day. Gave him money. I didn't know he was going to become who he is now. Yeah, point taken. We're going to promote Colleen's Better Than Breadsticks.com. Hell yeah. Which are amazing fucking breadsticks. Which, I didn't catch Nelson when he said bon before. Shout out to Esau, because she always says that whenever they mention bread. Nice. <laughs> and uh, shout out to the guys over at You're Gonna Get a Disease. Hope you uh, saw the topic. Hope you discussed that. You guys want to be on the show anytime? Let us know. Episode 31. Really good episode. We will be here. Shout out to Jessica and Nelson. Whatever they want to step up to a manly alcohol and not like wine. No, they drink some real shit, but we were at a wine bar. So. Yeah. Somebody should have had a flesh. <laughs> Which... Which, it, it, to be honest, it was really, really good wine. And I, I'm not a wine drinker, and it was really good. Yeah, and we were drinking whiskey before the wine anyway, so. Not nice. At least Rodney's got some chest hair. I really don't. Not the only place you got no hair. I mean, Adam had a glass of grandma as he was under the weather. That's good. Normally he's trying to have a fucking Cosmo. <laughs> what the, when the fuck have I ever had? I've never had a Cosmo in this my guy, life. Don't let this guy fool you. He sucks oh, down Oh, fuck Cosmos. you, dude. You do Shirley Temples in your own house. And they're virgin Shirley Temples. Like, you don't even add anything to it. Look at this guy's automatically trying to see what I don't drink. There's no such thing as an alcoholic Shirley. Temple. I, know, but I invented still. the. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Fuck Fail. I invented the drink called the Dirty Shirley. Keep having more Cosmos and trying to talk shit about drinking. I'll fucking drink you under the table. <laughs> Fuck you. I will never have a Cosmo in my life unless we're having sex in the city viewing party, which will never happen. Shit, I'm just gonna zip tie you to a chair and make you watch all seven seasons. Oh god, so I could be like you when I grow up. Chest hair, McGee. Anyway, this is turning into a fucking battle now. Sounds like a few fan piece of shit. Alright, any more promotions? Uh, no, I'd say that's about it. Yeah, thanks for all the promotions we got. Okay. Alright, let's call it a podcast. Signing off from the FTC, I'm Rodney Sinio. Um, I'm Adam Flores. I'm David Merkel. And, um, that just happened.
Price is Right jingle? Ba -da -ba -da -ba -da -ba -da -ba -da. 